Hi guys, Tomo Lovrick and Sean Quigley here from What's Going On Here, the podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Player FM, Pod Directory, and Blueberry. So tune in and have some fun. gentlemen back to another episode of what's going on here finally we've been away for a long time we're back this is episode 67 uh, my name is Tomo Lovrick, also known as T Love in refrigerator repair circles and with me as always I have the man the myth the headmistress the Lord Marshal and and his princess Nina is with us as well and as usual, Mr. Sean Quigley, a.k.a. the Quig, as he is known in uh, wine painting bars. Yes. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while since we've done this. It's been a while, yes. Very busy. Lots of uh, uh, conflicts. And, conflicts um, and auditions and rehearsals and... I had this one so much because... Uh, yes. My, uh, my mother-in-law has been off gallivanting, having a nice time. Good for her. All the things that... I'm, Grown-ups get to do. Yes. Uh, when she, you know, and she's she she's, she's very good usually. And she looks after my lovely daughter one day a week, mm-hmm. and uh, that's usually a day that I can find to do this. And uh, second, it disappears. My life turns into disarray. <laughs> Funnily enough, that's all right. Uh, Daddy I'm... needs a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what? I'm sure the listeners will allow for baby Nina and for the lovely Lucy. Where, where's that lovable little mutt? Oh, well, you'll hear, it's, it'll sound like tap dancing people, but she's around too. And little Nina is here. And today, we are reviewing, because as I've mentioned to Sean before the show started, I was listening to old episodes of the podcast, and was listening to the 4th of July special, mm-hmm. and we were talking about, because like, what's American, and we were talking, we watched the baseball movie last year for the 4th of July special. But coincidentally now, because it's technically late September... And baseball playoffs are about to start. In that episode, we talked about a movie called Battlefield Baseball. And I was able to find a link to it on YouTube. Where did you find this movie? Where did you, how did you know about this movie? Well, when I, when I was looking up for last year's, when we did the 4th of July episode, I was looking up, you know, quintessential 4th of July things. What's more American than baseball, right? Uh-huh. right? Yeah. We had hot dogs for a review. We had baseball, and then we reviewed the four top-selling beers in the U.S. between commercial and, um, uh, what you'll call it, uh, craft beers. So when I was looking it up, I found this Battlefield Baseball, and they said it was a horror, comedy, musical sports movie. And I was like, if this isn't a movie for our show, we were both like, if this is not a movie for our show, I don't know what movie is besides Battlefield Baseball. Of course, Amazon didn't have it, Netflix didn't have it, Hulu doesn't have it. So I kind of gave up on it over time, but then I looked at it again and found the link for it on YouTube. 
And not only is the movie there, and it's an hour 22 movie, it is dubbed over in French for some reason. I don't know why, who perfect. did it, but it was perfect. Right. It's a bull. It, it's, it, it, it was perfect. So that's what we're watching. And the drink we're reviewing is called Wrench Northeast IPA um, by the Industrial Arts Brewing Company out of Garnerville, New York. And this is a 6.8% uh, alcohol by volume. I, the IBUs are not listed. It says here that it is lush, tropical, and pithy. Hmm. There's a word you don't hear every day in the U.S. Pithy. Pithy. No. It's very, it's almost Shakespearean. Or Dickensian, if you will. Dick, actually more Dickensian than Shakespearean, I would say. What I do you think? So. I'm not sure. I, I, yeah. I was in a meeting at work the other day and I used the word avuncular and everyone looked at me like I was mad. Yes. No, you can't. What, what you find... The one that surprises me, and I was talking to my buddy the other day because he, he's... he's he, hey. He, he's a, uh, an instructor at NYPD. Mm -hmm. And he says when he uses a big word, he says it just about starts a riot. Oh, yeah. And he said, and it's not even a big, uh, a big, like a heavy vocabulary word. He said he was somebody who was saying like, oh, you're a hairy little guy. He said, yeah, I'm quite her suit. And they were like, what the fuck does that mean? And he's like, it, it, it means hairy. It means very hairy. I'm wearing a goddamn suit of hair. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what, what, it means I'm very hairy. And they were like, well, why did you just say that? Because instead of using two or three words, I'm using just one word. I'm just being more efficient in my language here. It's like, that's why. And he said they were like clawing at their eyes and lighting pitchforks. It's like just about starting a riot. So, Pithy's a good one. So let's see. Because as we all know on this show, the drink is really the hero of the show. Yeah. Or the star of the show. So with Nina's interjections and, and, Lu uh, and Lucy's interjections, let's uh, crack these suckers open. It comes in a 16 in a pint can. They're nice and cold. Let's give the listeners a little sound effect. Oh, I think I... Oh, I can get some glasses. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So we can like look at the color. My can sprayed a little bit here, but I'm looking forward to it because we just haven't done this in a while. And when was the last time we had an IPA? Honestly, I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, there's a pale ale. We did Einstock, but yeah, it's been a while. We had wine and do with James Bond. Uh, let's let's pour this and see what it looks like. Oh, well, it is a pale ale. It's cloudy, but it looks very citrusy. Does it say what it's been brewed with or anything? Well, a lot of these brewers have stuff listed. They do not. All right, well, good for them. It's just like, here's our beer. Drink it if you want to. Don't if you don't. All right, my friend. Good to be back. Cheers. Indeed. Let's try this. It's a lovely head. Mm. Like I said, it's a, it's a little bit murky. Smells nice. Mm. Wow. That's a nice beer. Oof. That's a really nice beer. Wow. How did mm. I get it tasting like that? Yeah, I, I was not a... They're not kidding about the tropical. Wow. This almost tastes like a tropical drink. It does. That's fascinating. It's like they've taken... This does not taste like an IPA. It's it's not it's not it doesn't have that uh, uh, taking the hoppiness out of it. It's like that that whatever they're putting to make that tropical taste has really cut through that hoppiness. Hops. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, kind of like pineapple or something is like yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I taste the pineapple. I think you're right. 
She's sitting already, baby. She's sitting already. Yeah, Nina's doing some dog training. She is doing dog training, so that's what you're going to hear, folks, in this episode. So, Battlefield Baseball. This is, I, I have to take another sip. This is just a really nice beer. There's, what is that John Travolta movie called? Battlefield something. Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth. That was the whole, uh, that was a weird what's the religion? Um, Scientology. Scientology thing that yeah. What's-His-Face wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried actually reading that book once. And this did. was long before his movie came out. Mm-hmm. And I got probably like 20 pages in. The Dianetics? No, no, the, the, the book was actually called Battlefield Earth. Oh, the Battlefield Earth book, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I was not reading <laughs> Dianetics. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was not going to read Dianetics. No, thank you, sir. Um, so, like I said, Battlefield Baseball was um, published as a horror comedy teenage sports musical. So, that alone merited looking at it. So, the scene starts, uh, the movie's hour, 22 minutes long, so the middle of the movie, so that's uh, 82 minutes, the middle of the movie is 41 minutes, so we start at minute 31 and go on to minute 51. <laughs> Nina's very vocal now. <laughs> this is the most vocal I think she's ever been. <laughs> yeah, the second, the second you put the, 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 I put the thing on, on. Yeah, it's yeah, been quite all day. So, so, um... Our, our, our viewing starts with a Japanese baseball team mm-hmm. called Seido. Yeah. And it's very much in a circle. And there's a guy who looks like a manager. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's, a, there's a, 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 the guy who leads the baseball team, and he's a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. And he has another guy that looks like he was the team accountant or whatever. And he has him basically by the scruff of his neck and bent over. Mm-hmm. And he's barking... At the guy that's bent over, the tough guy from the baseball team, the captain of the baseball team, and he's barking at the guy, I guess that's the owner. And just this very stereotypical, if you've ever watched the old kung fu movies, a lot of growling, a lot of yelling, with a bunch of guys around them just being yes men. Yeah. And then one character in his group that tries to be the reasonable one. Mm. And that was the guy with the glasses on, and I guess he was the team manager, ball boy, whatever his function was on that team. So, the captain of the baseball team, really tough guy, whatever, and there's a bunch of growling, and it goes on for probably a good good minute or two. (laughs) We're just... Last minute configurations. Some configurations here. (laughs) I'm hoping if we remove one of the elements of nuisance, it will diffuse the other. Oh, that's right, because Nina is not, like, slapping and yelling at Lucy. We'll see. If not, I'll have to throw my door out of the window, which would be... <laughs> which uh, would be your strange... wife might be, might be a little bit upset about Might that. be the last podcast. <laughs> Ever. a strange ending that happens, but... So, so uh, the baseball captain throws the guy that he has by the scruff of the neck down on the ground and says... You really have no idea what they're talking about, but he's just really upset with quote unquote management. Yeah, yeah. Just pissed off. And then he tells the dude with the glasses something. Because the dude with the glasses, the, 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 uh, the uh, ball boy, whatever he is, interjected and he tells him to go do something. So he goes running through the stadium and down the, the stadium tunnel or through the st- stadium tunnel on the side, and a truck comes out of nowhere. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, And, like, runs him over but doesn't. Just, like, hits him and knocks him down. And it's a dump truck, no less. Yeah. A little, not a big one, a little dump truck. And out of the back of the dump truck come a bunch of guys that I suppose are supposed to be zombies. They all have their faces painted green. They're all this mix between bad Halloween costume, like, this is what Mad Max in Zombie World looks like kind of look. They have a dude that's like supposed to be the gimp because he has a chain around his neck and a golf ball in his mouth or something. <laughs> um, there's a dude with his he- head all wrapped up and he has a voice box like he had a tracheotomy. And he hooks up the microphone to his throat and he goes to the, the, the ball boy guy and starts telling them stuff and kicking him while he's on the ground, mind you. Mm-hmm. And all the other like quote unquote zombies. It's weird for a zombie to do when you think about it. Like, why would a zombie be kicking you? I, I don't know, but he's kicking him, yeah. and we're just like, uh-oh, the little manager guy's getting his tail beat for whatever reason, and then all of a sudden, another guy comes from behind him, who's obviously in charge of all the zombies. He has a cowboy hat on, he has two big scars on his face, it's almost like he's the mask, but ugly. Oh yeah, this guy's so weird, the second he popped up, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Who is this guy, right? And he grabs the dude that's kicking the ball boy on the ground. He's yeah. grabbing the mummified dude. Yeah. And he starts, te- like, basically, like, reprimanding him for some reason or another. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to him, like, he has him in a headlock. And he's talking to him really closely in his ear. And he, the, the guy has a cowboy hat on. He has jeans on. And he has, like, an old, like, tasseled leather jacket. Like, almost something out of... Uh, the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Like, the first thing I thought of was the Yul Brenner character in The Magnificent Seven, but this guy talked too much to be that character. It may be just baseball, but the whole movie... Daddy, the, Daddy. the whole movie that I saw of, like, the aesthetic of it and the way it looked and the way everything was put together reminded you of, like, The Warriors. Or, like, movies from the 70s. Yes. Like, it looked like it was made in the 70s. Yes. But this movie, I think, because there was a clip, and I saw there was one bit where you see a date... I'm pretty sure... 2003. 2003. 2003 That's like, this movie. we're talking like... What is that? That's like Spider-Man 2. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is from 2003, this movie. <laughs> right. Like, what, uh, yeah. like what's happening? Yeah. So, so the Yule Brenner... Let's call him just Yule Brenner now. The Yule Brenner zombie is talking to the mummy head zombie. And finally... And the mummy head zombie, his whole head is wrapped up. Where his mouth is, is open. And his eyes are open, obviously. But it's all, like, bloody around the mouth. Like, I don't know, like somebody kicked him in the teeth before he jumped up and started kicking the shit out of the ball boy for Sato. Which really needs bandaging, if anything. That's another bit that needs bandaging. It does need bandaging. Well, to go to all the effort to have bandaging and then to have some open wounds. Exactly. It's going to get affected. Exactly. And and then Yul Brenner zombie bites mummy head zombie's ear only ear mm. off and spits it out yeah and so mummified zombie drops and all the other zombies are laughing and they all walk off into the baseball field into the baseball stadium now mind you this is not a big fancy baseball stadium this is like a local minor league and not even like you could go here to the rockland boulders or whatever they're called or the newark i forget what newark's minor league team is it's not even like that fancy. It's it's almost like a high school field. Yeah. Because there's no grass on it anywhere. It's all dirt. Yeah. It's all just dusty, dry dirt. And then we go back to um, yes, we go to 
the 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 ball boy, the zombie gets up off the ground. Uh, uh, the wrapped mummy. All the zombies go into the stadium. The wrapped mummy gets up off the ground. I think he says something again to the ball boy. Yeah. And then he leaves. And the ball boy goes running, and you see him, and he's now back with the manager from before that the team, the Sado team, was trying to intimidate, like the manager and whoever he was, the accountant for the team or whatever. <laughs> and he tells them something, and he's he's basically, I guess, imparting that the zombie team arrived or something. I don't know what the hell's going on. And it's just kind of a bizarre exchange. And then you go back to the baseball field, and the team Sado is lined up against the zombies. Yeah, yeah. And the way they shot it and the way they react really, to me, <laughs> explain how anime is made. Uh-huh. Because if you ever watch any kind of anime, when there is any kind of bully, he always has like ten guys around him, and they're constantly laughing. No joke is being said, but they're just laughing and like evilly grimacing. It's just like, at some point you just get tired of it. Don't you just like shut up and just like <laughs> glare at the guy or something? Yeah. But these dudes are just laughing nonstop. The Sado team, the Sado team is is on the other side, and our captain, who was a tough guy before, is just like snarling at the zombie team, and there's an ump, an umpire in between them, and the one guy, the lead zombie guy, says is talking to the umpire, and he and now the captain from Sado is snarling, and he says something back like "We're gonna kick your asses" or whatever the hell he's saying. Now, like I said, mind you. This is all dubbed over in French. <laughs> so the Japanese mouths are moving and everything's being done in French. And to just listen like a, to a French dub, dub over about baseball in of itself is just hilarious. So they're going back and forth with the umpire. And the French fits well. I've seen this before we start recording. The French fits very well to it, the Japanese people. It, I never thought it would. But it, it, it does. It, well, I, didn't, I, I didn't question it after a while. I was like, no, that makes sense. It makes them seem less obnoxious, the French. To have them be Japanese, it does. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's fine. It, 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 the dubbing really did work. Like, like, what was the show we watched with the German dub over, Insatiable? Oh yeah. And yeah. the Germans, it was the German dub over for English speaking people. Yeah, yeah. And it was just too dissociative. You couldn't like, yeah. We it, it like kept on taking us out of the story because it was just bizarre, especially with the fact that they had the the uh, the thought. Uh, track mm-hmm. as they're, the, what they were thinking being said on screen. But yeah, the French worked really well with the Japanese for whatever reason. Like you said, about, about a minute or so in, I was completely comfortable it with... It was perfect because the zombies were talking. Yes. And it's very rare that you see zombies talking, if ever. Right. But if they were to talk, the French, uh, French accent is perfect <laughs> for the zombies. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, in case of a zombie apocalypse... Move to France, because everything will seem natural. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Well, yeah, we get Justin Trudeau on board. He's all good with uh, painting his painting face. his face up, <laughs> getting in with other cultures. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, the umpire says a couple of things, and I guess what's happening here, you realize, is they're establishing the rules of the game. And the best part is that the baseball team, Sado, which is supposed to be a minor league team or something... Um, Sado is, I'm, I'm trying to think, oh, yeah, there's only nine guys on the team, literally. There's nine guys, like, there's no backups. It's like, where are the other, like, ten guys that are supposed to be a backup for this team? Uh-oh, Nina's getting another snack. Go, Nina. Good good move. Good move, girl. My baby can eat a lot of food. <laughs> she can. She's got a good, healthy appetite. Yeah. So, 
Um, so then the game gets established, and it goes back, the scene goes back now to the ball boy talking to the two managers. And you hear explosions in the distance. Like, at first I was like, what is that? And there's explosions in the distance. And you're like, what? And they go, they both go running back, and they're going to the stadium. And then they, well, wait, no. Did the blonde guy show up first? The fat blonde dude? Did he run back with them? Uh, I think I've seen him at the end. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I can't remember. Anyway. It was near the end when I first noticed that guy. I, I think, yeah, I think the blonde guy shows up and he's supposed to be the real, like the captain was the tough guy, mm. but he was the real tough guy. And he was just a portly fellow, you know, a little overweight. Nothing particularly tough about him besides the fact that he had just like dyed his hair all blonde and spiky. And short spiky, like military, not big yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! It's like he was doing everything he could to draw attention to himself in Japan. Yes, right, right. Yeah. And they go to the stadium. <laughs> and the scene is like the middle of the field. And there's baseballs and bats everywhere. And like a hand here and a foot there and a leg there. And then a head on a stake. Yeah. Literally. Mm. Like a head on a stake. And you're like, what the fuck kind of baseball is this? And I guess this is how the zombies play. And they're just waiting to play. This, In many ways, this movie kind of reminds me of Space Jam. I never watched it. You never saw Space Jam? Oh, you missed out. I guess there's no, <laughs> I guess there's no reason why you would have watched Space Jam. I suppose we're of a different generation. Yeah, why, would, why would you have seen Space Jam? Why would I have seen Space Jam? <laughs> I think Space Jam came Starring out... Starring the famous uh, actor, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah, not the B. The real, the original Michael yeah, Jordan. Yeah, the, the famous sports actor mm. from my childhood. That's right. Michael Jordan, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bogues. He was the Michael Jordan of sports Of actors. Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah, he was the Michael Jordan of Michael Jordans. Yeah, he was. Absolutely. Yeah. When did Space Jam come out? 93, 94? Mm. No, it's 97, I think. That late? Space Jam? Yeah, maybe 96. Because mm, R. A... Kelly, I believe I can fly. Yes, that song came out then. Let's see, when did Space Jam come out? Space Jam. 96, you're right, you're right. Bill Murray was in it. Yeah, he was. That, oh my God, I forgot about Bill that. Bill Murray playing Bill Murray. Bill Murray, oh, Jesus. This is so... And wow. I had, and I had no idea who Bill Murray was. I saw Space Jam before I knew who Bill Murray was. Cause really? Because I, I was seven, okay. so I had seen, I'd seen Ghostbusters uh-huh. and Ghostbusters Two. Right. But what confused me is I knew he was an actor called Bill Murray. I didn't know that he was known for being weird, or I didn't know his sketch background or his comedy or whatever. Right, 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 right. And he's right. not. And as a kid watching Ghostbusters, you don't watch Ghostbusters and think Bill Murray is like a crazy comic guy. Right. If anything, he's kind of like a serious, like he's... Yeah, yeah, movie, yeah. There's a lot of tension in it. It's high stakes. It's sure. not like a slapsticky... Right, right, You know, right. he's not one of the sillier ones. So, and then seeing Space Jam, but he's playing himself, Bill Murray. I remember being so confused. And watch back now, he plays Bill Murray like Bill Murray. He played like kind of silly, crazy, deadpan. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've got to play basketball to save the earth, guys. Like, you know... Yeah. But I remember being a kid and being like, who is this old man? Why is <laughs> he in this movie? <laughs> and the joke is they're bringing back all these, the best um, basketball players yeah. to try and beat the, the, the Martian team. Yeah. Aliens, because they've, they've um, you know, taken over Patrick Ewing and 
Charles Barkley and all these right. players at the time. Yeah. And they're trying to get the best people they can to, to, to play with their Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan. Right. But then they did it, like the sixth man or whatever. And they're right. like, oh, like, who can we find? And it was Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Bill Murray. But Michael Jordan's like, oh, I call him a favourite, Bill Murray. And I remember as a kid, I'm like, oh, this guy must be, I guess he must be a, an old An old player, player, old white dude. Yeah. An old basketball player. <laughs> and like Patrick Newman was already in the film, so I'm like, so some of them are sure. Yeah. So I guess, sure. you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I remember I had no idea, but I was just like, okay, then he's. This is probably one of the worst parts of the movie. Whoever this man is, I never saw it. Never saw it's it. Good film. <laughs> I love, I love the the earnestness that you said that with. Like, it's a good film. I mean, all the actors. You know, you got you got Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck. Marvin the Martian. Oh, yeah. as a foil. Elmer Fudd. Elmer Fudd. Great. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You got some really good actors. There, there was some good actors. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, no, I did not want <laughs> Space Jam. There's anyway. the sequels coming out uh, soon, sooner or later. They've You're been trying kidding. to make it for years. Yeah, LeBron James. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, boy. Which would be interesting. Because I saw him. Did you see that movie Trainwreck? No. It was actually really good. Amy Schumer movie. Oh, Amy, I saw bits, uh, I saw bits with LeBron James yeah, in it. He was him. really good in it. And he was like very good in it. Really yeah, 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 yeah. He was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I would definitely say he's probably more naturally. He's probably a better natural actor than Michael Jordan. Is. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. looking back on it, she just got Shaquille. But you know what it is? He was already playing at the time. But Shaq, Shaq's charismatic. He's good in Sha- he, he, He's <laughs> very. He's he could be very funny when he wants to be. Absolutely, yeah. Shaq. I um I was just saying, the ones that surprised me. There was a sketch that the Jonas Brothers did. Mm-hmm. You know, because the Jonas Brothers came out and they were just kind of like I guess like a teeny pop band or whatever and I never paid attention to them no. until like Nick Jonas like released his like single album and he's like pulling his shirt off and he's just fucking shredded and ripped and women are going nuts for it and I'm like and you know it was a catchy tune and I was like alright these guys aren't bad well apparently they made a video because the middle Jonas I guess Joe is married to what's her face from Game of Thrones and X Men. Oh, Sophie Turner. So uh, right, Sophie Turner. He's married to her, and the sketch was that they're on a video shoot, but Joe is really upset because there's no more Game of Thrones, oh. and Nick is apparently, and the oldest brother is I don't know what the oldest brother's name is. I forget. Random. Random. Yeah. Random. So ran, random. Random Jonas uh, is there, and they have uh, uh, Nick Jonas. And he always wanted to, I guess, parlay the fact that Joe is hooked up with Sophie to get a bit role on Game of Thrones and he's upset. So during the video shoot, they're being all serious and being sexy. And then in between, you see Nick with a sword and he's just like swinging around and jumping around this like ultra modern set somewhere in the Hollywood Hills or wherever it is. It's very funny. And then they're like, they're doing like bit interviews and they see Joe is depressed because there's no more show. And he's just in a tub in the house. And they're like, dude, come on, we got to shoot the video. And he flips them off. He gives them a bird kind of stuff. And then they're interviewing the oldest brother. And they're still like, you famously declared that you would have promise rings and not have sex until you got married. And he's looking dead at the camera, deadpan. And he's like, you know what? Nothing fucks you like time. <laughs> and, I was, and the whole video, I was just like, all right, these guys are kind of funny. I can't, I can't, you know. And I love it. Like, whenever, like, these, like... Guys that want to be taken seriously just start, start poking fun at themselves. I'm like, you know what? These guys got a sense of humor. Cool. Let's. I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, for all I know, they could all be douchebags. That's right, Nina. For all I know, they could be douchebags. But I don't think they are. I mean, I think they're supposed to be nice. I, I have a couple of. I've I've like a, a couple of mutual sort of mutual friends. 
with the Jonas's kind of like family ties to a certain degree because they're from around here. Yeah, they're from Wyckoff. Um, and appa- yeah, and yeah. apparently they're super. Well, um, lovely. My trainer, his sister went to school with one of them. Oh, okay. And he said they were like kind of cool kids, even like when they first like broke out and whatever. So anyway, it was very bit of old days. It was very churchy. The people I know, I know my my one of my wife's cousins, her husband is a is a pastor. Okay. One of the nicest guys in the world, and, and he's such a cool dude. I love him. He's really nice. And I'm usually weird around religion. It's, right. It's the strangest thing because like usually someone's religious, especially like um, new age. Right, right. Any kind of new agey guru, like, yeah, new, yeah, like non-traditional, non-like Catholic, probably yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh, you're Christian, but some other kind of like, you know, I'm making like, my everyone, own path. Everyone's wearing fucking jeans, yeah, and, yeah, and whatever, yeah. and everyone's just really happy all the time and just like really nice to each other, and no one feels guilty it's or the shameful. Church of the Holy Flag. Like, what is? <laughs> sorry, I was raised Catholic. I don't understand any of this. Why is everyone having a good time? Why does everyone want to be in this room? In this room, right? I, yeah, we all know you have to be in this room, right? So we're pretending, no? No, you you're happy to be here. This is right. strange. This is strange. Like this is strange. <laughs> but he's actually one of the nicest guys. But he 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 said he he knew the the kids from like I guess church stuff. Right, right, so right. So that was right. a long time ago. But apparently they're really nice. Yeah. But uh, okay, so back to battlefield baseball. Hmm. So they find this field with body parts and baseballs and bats strewn about, and a head on a stake. And they decide the manager, the accountant, and the uh, blonde guy that they're going to go in and finish this game. And as they're talking about it, the guy, I guess, who owns the team is trying to rev them up. And you see the scoreboard in the background. Yeah, yeah. And on the scoreboard in the background, <laughs> the players from Sator are literally nailed to the scoreboard. <laughs> and then as I look closer, the number one guy has his pants pulled down. <laughs> He's like butt naked from the waist down. Yeah. And I was just like losing my mind laughing at this thing. They were like, what the hell is going on? What, literally, what is happening? It's, it's so weird how it was hilarious and it was comical and stupid and ridiculous. Because at the same time, I'm looking at it and being like, this is so crazy and stupid it is but also with this this minorest of tweaks this could be like an isis stronghold (laughs) (laughs) and suddenly it's terrifying right yeah 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 instead of baseball it's religion and like okay oh yeah no no yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) yes indeed indeed that nina agrees so um so from there the scene cuts to then the four guys are in uniform. And they go out and they walk out onto the field. I think it was some other guy as well. And our ball boy is still not uh, is still not part of the team. He's, yeah. I guess, supposed to be witness to the team. By the way, this beer is like starting to kick in to me. Mm. I haven't had like a drink in a long time at this point. And 6.8 is like... Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little bit euphoric here, mm. and not like it's the TV a nice show. Beer. It's, it's, a, it's a lovely beer. This is a great time to be having it as well, like because we're, we're about to be getting into sort of you know more. This is the perfect transition beer from warm to cooler weather. Yeah, because this is like this weekend supposed to be warm in the 80s or whatever. This is the perfect beer for it. And like you said, what they did with this and and to cut through the hoppiness of it, this is it feels more like a mixed drink than a beer. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's really, it's really good. Good stuff. Anyway, so the four guys, including the big blonde guy, and this is the very tough montage. And I'm, the entire time, I'm hoping 
and and waiting and praying that the musical portion of this thing is going to happen. Because it said it's a musical. So I want to see some song and dance at this point. So the music starts, and I'm like, is this going to be like a choreographed routine? But it ends up the four guys are just like the typical, you know, bad boys. And think of every other uh, uh, crime movie trope where the good guys get together and there's some music in the background. And they're walking to the battle. And it's the four guys, and it's like the owner, the manager, some other guy, and then the big fat blonde guy. That's right, Nina. It's the big fat blonde guy. You're absolutely right. Yeah. They do the slow motion walk with music in the background. The fat blonde guy does the typical thing, or, or the untypical thing, where you expect them to, to, uh, 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 do like some kind of muscular pose, but instead he slaps his gut and pulls up his pants and they're off to do battle. Then the scene cuts to a voiceover and there's a prisoner uniform on the floor of a jail cell and it looks like the bars have been pulled apart. Yeah. And then you see a dude... I'm trying. To, I'm trying to remember what the what the uh, uh, what the situation was. Then you see the dude, and he looks like he's straight out of anime. Kind of long hair. He's got this very stylized jacket that doesn't cover him up, but it's like sewn at angles and whatever. And he's got a white t-shirt. A little bit, right, right, right. Except his like outfit is black, and he's obviously supposed to be a tough guy because he pulled the bars apart and let himself out. Yeah. And then. We, he bumps into, I think he bumps into the bald boy, who now is out of uniform and in a black outfit as well. Uh-huh. Um, and he, the, the bald boy tells him, I guess, about the game or whatever. Yeah. And he goes to the game, to the baseball field. This uh, 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 Japanese Michael Jackson goes to the, game, the field. And when he gets to the field, everybody is dead again. The four guys are dead. And the blonde guy, the blonde guy has bats shoved all through him. Yeah. Like sticking literally like a pincushion. Yeah. Like bats everywhere. Sticking out of through his ears. Sticking out of his stomach. Sticking out of his ass. Just like bats everywhere. And he can talk to the guy. And you're just... And, and, and Japanese Michael Jackson's like, what happened? And he's like, oh, we can't fight these guys. They're too tough. They're too tough. And one of the baseball players, yes, Nina, one of the baseball players is on, like, again, a stake. And it's like a really thin stake, but he's, like, basically been stabbed through, and he's, like, four feet above the ground. And Michael Jackson's name is Judah, or Jenna, I think it was. I don't remember. Like J-E-D-A-H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering if this was like an anime that they tried to make like a live action. Because like a lot of the stuff about it was anime. Even like the way the scenes would switch and then a storyline would change. And you're kind of like, how the hell did we get to this point? Yeah. Which will come up in a minute. And I'll bring that up. And um, so Jetta goes and he goes to help. And the blonde guy with all the bats sticking out of him, he's obviously dead. He's a goner. But he keeps telling him, and he warns him about the dude that's been put on a stake and dangling five feet above the ground. 
and Jeddah goes to try to lift a guy and says, that's not a guy, that's a dummy with a bomb in it. For some bizarre reason, there's a dummy with a bomb in it. And Jenna goes, huh? And then they cut to a timer, and the timer goes three, two, one, and then it explodes. And Jenna goes flying all the way across the baseball field into the outfield and literally ends up like in the ground, in the dirt, and a tombstone comes up and yeah. it just says Jenna. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> you, know, yeah. you see the explosion? He gets blown. And he gets thrown like a bowling ball all across the baseball field. And then he's in the ground, and there's a tombstone there that pops up literally like an old cashier thing when you like used to ring up the sale. You're too young to remember those, but it would just go, <laughs> bing! You weren't born when they were like already phasing out. I've been to the old-fashioned... Uh... Old-fashioned um, history places where they reenact the old days of yeah. people that are dead, and they, they had those sorts of things. No, there's, there's, I tell you what, there's actually there's an ice cream place. Well, it's an ice cream, I had a milkshake, but it's a, it's like a creamery. Okay. A place in Philadelphia, uh-huh. and it's the only thing or place uh-huh. I have ever had anything to do with in Philadelphia <laughs> because we went to the aquarium in uh, Camden. Uh-huh. About a year ago, uh-huh. and um, which is a really cool aquarium. I was, you know, it was nice. I'd, I'd read that it was like you know a good one to go to. We went there with my mum and my wife and Nina, and we had a good day. But but it was just right across the bridge from Philly. Okay, and I was like, well, I've never been to Philadelphia before. I've been to Pennsylvania a bunch of times. I've never been to Philadelphia before. But I'm like, I'll kill myself if we don't at least go and just like see see it on the way right. back. I mean, it's not. We have to go out of our way a little bit, but it's just, we're right across the river. Across the river, yeah, Camden's across the so river. Like, yeah, right, yeah. so we'll, we'll go over. So we went over and literally we went over and just got an ice cream in this place. And it was this old-fashioned creamery. Uh-huh. And it was, well, I'd Googled like the best places and it was one of the best ice cream creameries, whatever, in Philadelphia. And it was super awesome. I got this milkshake that had all this crazy mad stuff in it. Right, right, right. But it was all super old school, uh-huh. like, um... And everyone was like wearing all white with the hats, and it oh, was it was old timey. Yeah, because it had been there since the eighteen hundreds. Okay, okay. It, everything was like vintage and stayed the same with all like glass, like silver and glass. And right, 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 right. And the dude serving me was black, and that was really awkward. So, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, shit, man, why the all the fucking jobs in Philly? Why do you get this one? Back where you, where you have to live in 1870. <laughs> like, every day. Damn it. Damn it. Where everyone calls you a fucking boy, unironically. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, why didn't you get this job? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so you did see the old-time cash register? I did, and they had the old-time cash register. Oh, okay. Doing. Okay. Popping up. Well, you probably would have seen them in an old Bugs Bunny anyway. Something like that. Yeah, and like the Wild West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, that's so, so, right, exactly. So, Jeddah is now dead. Yeah. And you know he's dead because the scene goes to some Japanese town mm. and the filtering on the picture is all red. And because the dubbing is in French, you see Jenna walking and everything has a red haze over it. And you see an old man repairing a bicycle tire. Yeah. And he says, Papa. So this is obviously his father. And his father sees him and kind of doesn't react to him um, and starts telling him basically, you know, whatever, I'm disappointed in you, you can see, and he's saying, but I tried, and I can't, blah, blah, blah. So his father basically tells him something, gets on the bicycle, and runs off. And then you see Jenna go, ah, and he screams, and his hand busts through the soil in the stadium park, and Jenna pulls himself literally out of the ground. 
Yep. And you're like, wait a minute. And I mean, like I said, this is straight. This is straight from. This is straight from anime. Like yeah. he just crawled. So, somehow he got buried automatically when the explosion went off, and now he pulled himself out of the ground. Crawls out of the dirt. Crawls out of the dirt and like yells a challenge. Mind you, the whole time there are no zombies on the field. Like I don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Did they just like get up and go after they kill everybody? Why are they not in their dugout? I don't know what's going on. So, from there. Uh, what's well, that, okay, Nina? Let's stop for a while. What, what do you want, Nina? She's something very specific Nina keeps asking for. She started to speaking sentences, uh-huh. sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry if this is no interest for people that have kids who don't like children. <laughs> I'm very aware of this. This happens with like stand-up comedy, with... Like musicians, the second someone has a kid, everything becomes about the having kid. a kid. Yes. And then when you don't have a kid, it's like it's like I've no interest in this. This I've like no concept of it. Yes. Um. But now I have a kid. I understand why suddenly your entire life revolves around. Yes. Child. And she's gone now. She's so gone now. To ask, but yeah, she's 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 good. She starts being senses, which is frustrating uh, to a certain degree because it's it's a little less specific. Listen. than just Pointing. She's like, that's what you have there. Ah, that. She should have been doing the dub over on Battlefield Baseball. (laughs) But you know what? This is actually no different than being in the bar in the city. No. With with those police sirens going by and like happy hour kicking up. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. I think the listeners are going to put up with it simply because we haven't done anything in freaking weeks. So. Yeah, I mean, at this point, the people tuning back in are going to be the real diehards. (laughs) Exactly. So let's just give them a a shitty show as we can. Glad you guys waited for this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Jetta gets Jetta gets back to the real world for whatever reason, and this is where the story takes a turn. And I'm completely like, just like, what the, f-? you know, like, what is going on here? He shows up in an apartment somewhere. Oh no no, he goes back to the owner's. Uh, uh, building uh, for whatever reason, oh, yeah. and he walks in. Oh, I forgot the. Oh my god, I skipped over so much good stuff. Okay. I skipped over like when Sado first goes to play the zombies. Uh-huh. There are three middle-aged women that are cheerleaders oh, yeah. that are cheering, and one has red pom poms, one has blue pom poms, one has yellow pom poms. Yeah. And they're middle-aged women, clearly. Like, in their late 30s, early 40s, yeah. if not 50s. And you're just like, what the hell? And you realize, oh, they're cheering the baseball team. And I guess this is supposed to convey that Sato is like a way, way, way minor league team. Yeah. And these are the diehard fans. <laughs> and there's a drunk guy, obviously very drunk, and a drunk old man with a dog. And he's like the only guy like rooting for the team. And this is right before they face the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> And they're like, ah, and the girls are cheering like, woo! And then, and, and that's when the ball boy goes back and talks to them and they hear the explosions. And the ball boy and the accountant and the owner come back to the field and see the head on a, a stake and, you know, bodies everywhere. But before that happens, they show the three cheerleaders who are crying. And you're like, wait a minute, what happened now? And they showed a drunk guy, and this was my favorite part, I can't believe I forgot it. They showed a drunk guy, his legs are spread apart, and his pants are stained like he pissed himself, and he's just sitting there drinking booze and crying, and his dog is as 
so not interested. This dog is completely and utterly <laughs> uninterested in anything that's going on. Yeah. And just the picture of that had me in absolute hysterics. This drunk guy with like a piss stain on his pants just go, ah, and the women like cheerleaders are, oh. And so when the the four guys, including the blonde fat dude, yeah. walk out to the field and there's the music and they do the slow-mo montage, the cheerleader women get up again and start cheering again. Yeah. And they're doing whatever the cheer is. And it's just kind of like, what the hell is this? So that was like possibly the funniest bits in the 20 minutes that we saw. Yeah. So now, Jetta goes uh, back to Jetta. Jetta pulled himself out of the ground. Wow, she's really going for it back there. Oh, yeah. Jetta pulls himself out of the ground and he goes to the building where the owner is. And for some reason, everything's covered in cobwebs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's that tons of time has passed. I don't know what it's supposed to indicate. Oh, oh, and that's the other thing. When they were defeated, the zombie guy, it, and all the zombies are clapping because there's been all this destruction. Yeah. And they have like three hot chicks with them. Yeah. That are normal and that are not zombies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That are yeah. part of the crew. And they're just like clapping along. And I'm like, wait a minute, how did the zombies get the hot chicks? Yeah. And the team gets the middle-aged I women think, to cheer. this is a weird post-apocalyptic world where like the, all the, you know, the, the, the zombies are in control. Maybe like taking the hot chicks to be their maybe arm pieces like their arm candy. Maybe, but but anyway. Mm. So Jetta is in the owner's box, and you see the owner. He looks like he's dead, and like he's been dead for a while because there's cobwebs everywhere. And in fact, at one point, like a bug falls out of his mouth or off his eye. I forget which one it was. Yeah. And crawls away, and it's supposed to be like a cockroach. And Jetta's talking to him, and there's like these random people now in this room with Jetta talking to him and all of a sudden the owner like gets up and he reacts he's like what yeah we should do that and he pulls the cobweb off his ears uh-huh. and 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 basically like it's a call to action and you're like okay and like it just occurs to me now that i suppose that means it was supposed to be years have passed and that's what took, and jetta was in the afterlife all this time mm-hmm. I, I guess and then jetta goes to another apartment and the ball boy is dressed in black. He's not in the team uniform anymore. And he's literally in a little cage that's made out of iron rebar. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? No, no, going backwards. So we're we supposed to assume they've said that. I didn't think about it at the time. Now he said it. I'm like, so when he got blown away and he, and he flew all that way, like he died. Yeah. And then literally when he popped out, that was you know like years later and he's That's what I'm guessing. And that's why there was the cobwebs in the manager's makes office. Makes sense. Makes sense. That's weird. It was just right. It's a we like I said. It's very anime stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when you watch like certain animes, like all of a sudden, it's like something like changes. <laughs> it, right. It's like yeah. what what just happened? Yeah. It, did you ever see the original Transformers cartoon movie? No. Okay, that was kind of like that, where they did a, this movie, and all the geeks that used to yeah, watch yeah. Transformers were into it, and it was a cartoon movie, mm. and it's where like Optimus Prime gets killed, and it's the next uh, generation of Autobots take over. And what happened was an Ironhide, like Megatron blows Ironhide away. And then all of a sudden, like a very 80s hair metal song comes on and shows the planet and then you're in the future. And and we were all just like, I remember in college watching it and we were like, what the fuck? What what just happened? (laughs) And this is kind of like, it's very very much like this this, this disjointed storytelling that I guess you connect afterwards. Nina... She's in the same position she was earlier when she was trying to tell us something. I think something. she wants to go for a ride in the laundry machine. Oh. 
You want to go for a ride in the laundry machine, it's Nina? It's not working, Nina. It's not working, sweetie. It's okay. It work. But listen to Battlefield Baseball. This is good stuff. Yeah. So, so Jetta talks to the manager. He rips the cobwebs off himself. And he gets up and it's a call to action now. Jetta goes to a different apartment. And he sees uh, the bald boy in a cage made out of rebar. And he walks in and he starts talking to him. Oh, we need to take a poop break. My daughter has pooped herself. Okay, well, we'll, we'll pause. Ladies and gentlemen, we will pause for station poopification. This is probably the first time anyone on an episode has shot themselves during the episode. Probably. I think, I think when we do, I'm thinking for the next countdown, we might have 64 drinks. And we do like what the best drink was that we've had. Oh, okay. I think had like because we would have to go through like eight drinks an episode, so yeah, <laughs> we might shit ourselves for yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll put us on pause for now. All right, baby Nina has been sort of pacified by now. Yeah, she's been sanitized and excellent. Yeah, excellent. So yeah, so uh, Jenna walks in with a bunch of random people. The owner of the team is in cobwebs, but then he wakes, snaps out of it, mm. which I guess means it was a magical. Sleep or something. I don't know. You'd think he was dead. Um, and then Jenna goes to an apartment. He finds the ball boy in a cage made of uh, 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 rebar, iron rebar. Hmm. And then there's an old lady there. Yeah. And not very old. We're talking mid to late 50s, mm-hmm. early 60s. Dressed in a very stereotypical muumuu dress, home housewife kind of look. With her hair up in curlers and under a handkerchief. And she's got a big hammer like she's Thor. Yeah, literally Thor's hammer. Yeah. Literally, literally Mjolnir. Yeah. But whatever the Japanese version of that is, it's probably Mushi Bushi or something like that. I, I don't know. Oh, in this dub over, it's like Le Hammer Magique. So she is talking to Jeddah. And I guess Jeddah's trying to get the ball boy out of the cage hmm. and for whatever reason that communication is not working properly and next thing you know the old lady starts posing down like a kung fu movie like yeah. going through the forms mm-hmm. like throwing, going through the fight forms and Jenna's going through the forms too and they start fighting old school kung fu movie style and initially she's kicking the shit out of Jenna. Oh, like I see, literally. I st- see, you, you went above and beyond at this point then, because I was very strict. I was very strict. I stopped at 51, which is... Oh, exactly... I went to the end of 51. Oh, That's okay. why I saw the extra action. Oh, I see. I didn't see that. I stopped at 51 because I didn't want to see more. I didn't want to no. get a cheeky a glimpse. So I only saw up to her initially starting to go... Oh. With the forms? I watched to the end of 51. Okay. And basically, the, she was initially she was kicking his ass, and then he started coming back, and then that was it. Because that's how much action happened. Yeah. And that was pretty much the 20 minutes of Battlefield Baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Which was... Really, what's... I mean, that movie was made for this show. Yeah. Like, really, what the hell is going on here? Mm-hmm. But before we do that, why don't we discuss the star of the show, which is... Wrench New England IPA, mm-hmm. which is absolutely delicious, I have to oh, say. It's a New England IPA. Is it from New England? No, they're from New York, Garnerville, New York. Oh. oh, okay. So they call it a... No, they don't call it a New England IPA. They call it a Northeast IPA. Sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. My, my, my fault. Northeast IPA. Northeast IPA. 
not New England, Northeast IPA. So, you want to go first or you want me to go first with a drink? Um, I'll go. Yeah, I, I really like this. This is a really, really nice drink. Very nice um, beer. Very nice beer. I don't know if I've ever had a drink anything like this. Like, mm-hmm. It's... Yeah, it's 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 such a. Oh, it makes me want to go back and just drink. Maybe it makes me want to go back and be one of those douchebags who just drinks IPAs. The reason I stopped drinking IPAs is like you know, go back five years when I first discovered IPAs were right. becoming big, and that was all I would want to drink. Yeah. But then it got so. It just got so. The market got so saturated. saturated. And yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. was just trying to top each other with these crazy double with these stupid IPAs. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he was getting mad. Um, but this is, it's like they've gone back the other way. They're like, how can we make it different, but like palatable? And yes. that you would actually want to drink a six pack of these things right. as opposed to like two. Yeah, I'll have one in the bar. Right. Just so I can tell people, oh, I'm having the, uh, yeah, I'm having the uh, cucumber 2019 uh, right. Switzer or something. Whatever the hell. <laughs> whatever. I'm having right. the Wolf Blitzer IPA. <laughs> right. Whatever bullshit with a name cucumber it infusion, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, watermelon extracted. Uh, but. <laughs> Did she go into the back? Do you need to check on that? <laughs> yeah, my daughter just went into her own bedroom and shut the door behind her. My 17 month year old child is already shutting me out of the bedroom. She is. I, li- I like the sound she made when you opened the door. She was like, Oh, oh hi, good to see you. It was tempting to leave her in there. She wouldn't have been able to get out. She can shut the door easy enough. She would not have been able to get out again. You play with the keys. You play with the keys all you want, little one. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead. So you're saying oversaturated market. Yeah. Yeah. But this is this is so good. I mean, it's so light. It's tasty. Like it tastes exactly like they said that they're trying to do. You know, the tropical. The tropical lush. Oh, it smells it. It tastes it. It tastes just like a tropical juice. It it it, it um, tastes like a mixed drink. It really does. But it's alcoholic. I mean, it's six yeah. point eight. And six point. And for six point eight. This is going down really Light. easily. Oh, by this point, usually with an IPA, any usual IPA, by this point, my mouth is starting to feel a little kind of dry. Right. I'm getting that kind of like... Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah dry mouth. Feeling. Yeah, yeah, the IPA um, dry mouth. Yep, and that's, absolutely. I'm not getting that, you know. Really, this is a really nice little beer. Mm-hmm. You know, a really, um, really good job. I, I, I feel bad for them in a way because... How do you talk like, this? Just because I feel like if, like, you know, Brooklyn brewery or one of the bigger larger craft breweries came out with this it'd be all the rage yeah it'd be one of their standards yeah, yeah absolutely it would be one of their new ones absolutely because it, it, it's so popular yeah it's a great beer for someone to drink yeah it's like oh i don't want one of those complicated yeah things um yeah i, re- I really really like this i i would give it a 4.4 you know what that's um that's good I, i'm i'm in the realm there with you um, because we started switching to the mixed drinks and the wines and we're trying to expand our, like what we're drinking and like mm. to offer people different things. We've had quite a few beers. I mean, this is episode 67. We, um, we've probably, most of those have been beers Yeah. to the point where, you know, I don't get surprised by a beer taste. Like it's more often than not, if it is surprising, it's because it's not quite what I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like, they didn't quite reach it. Like a lot of the um, chocolate porters and things like that, they get it wrong. It's too. It tastes too much like a chocolate shake or something like that, as opposed to a beer. Mm. This was very much a pleasant surprise. Yeah. 
like very much because I was like, oh, IPA, and like you said, it's like there's almost no. Hop- I mean, you could taste the hops, mm-hmm. but like you said, the bitterness that usually accompanies the hops is not overwhelming. Mm. I mean, honestly, this has to be one of the better IPAs I've ever tasted. Yeah. Really, really, really. I, I, I'd give this a 4.5. This is really, this is really, this is really, and, and easy to drink, 6.8%. No, you can't have the beer, Nina. Not yet. You have to wait uh, 20 years before you can have a beer, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, world economy collapses and the world falls into disorder, in which case you'll probably start drinking by the time you're 13. Yeah, I mean, uh, and also like the movie we just watched. I mean, the French already give kids wine at like seven. So the zombie apocalypse French, <laughs> all, all, after, you know, all rules are gone. All rules point. are gone, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, so 4.4 or 4.5 for... Wrench Northeast IPA, delicious beer. Go out and get it, people. It's really good. And so, what do we think is going on here? I, I I'll go first. There's so many things that we've watched that the middle 20 minutes doesn't really. Here you go, Nina. Get distracted by something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the middle 20 minutes. Either nothing's happening that we've encountered, or so much is happening, and we don't know quite what it is. This is one of those. Yeah. So much is happening. The 20 minutes weren't boring by any stretch of the imagination. There was enough comedy in there. The horror was laughable. This was definitely a really low-budget movie. This was definitely... um, The cinematography was funny. They tried. Like, the camera angles were good. The storytelling was good, except for, like I said, when they made that disjointed switch when What's-His-Face came back from the grave. And, like I said, it didn't occur to me until now that, oh, time must have passed and he's been dead the whole time. Yeah. So I'm going to say this, especially because the zombies had, like, a bunch of hot chicks. This was all about trying to find the perfect customers for... For... A human trafficking ring. That's what I think. And that's why they were blowing everybody up so they could sell them for like kidneys and livers and such. That's what I think Battlefield, but that's what the zombies were. Interesting. That's what I think. Okay. Yes, Nina. Come here. I think this, I think what's going on here mm-hmm. is this is like Westworld. You know, like, did you watch the... The HBO one? No, I have not. I have not. No, I've heard only good things. Did you yes. see the movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, <coughs> very good, by the way. Really recommend it. It was one of my favorite... The first series of Westworld on HBO was one of the best series I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Second was good. Not, 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 not anywhere near as good as the first, but it's really good. Yeah. Um, but I think this is the extreme... This is what happens with the Westworld. With, like, the once you get to the extreme. Once you get to the world of, like... We're giving people what they want, like, you know, ultra-tourism, of being able to live whatever crazy realism you want. Right. In America, Uh people want a a West, Wild West-themed crazy Because it's been romanticized. Yeah, and and within that TV series, they they, um, 
they tease a couple of different other sort of parks, as it were, uh-huh. that exist. There's like a an India one, like the British Raj. Right, like, right, the right, right, right. British right. people can go to, and there's a samurai world as well. Right. But, but it's all very Americanized. This, on the other hand, is what happens when the technology goes over to Japan, uh-huh. and the Japanese get their hands on the worlds you can inhabit. Right. And they get to zombie baseball apocalypse yes. world. Right. I think this is one of the worst worlds. Zombie baseball apocalypse world. Okay. And our hero, Jonah, man, is, you know, the guest. Jedi, yeah. Jedi, sorry. He's yeah. making his way through. And it just makes me curious for all the other worlds that we might have in this this Japanese worst world okay. centre. Like, perhaps... Um, I like that. Like, Mary Poppins... Uh, Mary Poppins world. Like, b- b- like a Mary Poppins in space... Uh, underwater. Okay. Mary Poppins dolphin world. rape world. Yeah, perhaps. Okay. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of worlds to, that, that we can sure. explore that would, that would inhabit. Oh, dude, how great would that be if Westworld decided that and just tapped into like Game of Thrones and Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. People would lose their shit. Oh. Oh, yeah, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Hey, cat. Oh, I forgot. I was going to bring you cat and I forgot. Oh, that's fine. Because I have fresh cat in the backyard. He, he's, he doesn't speak English, so... He, no, he doesn't speak English. He, okay. He's fine. All right, so there you go, folks. It's um, Westworld world mm. and human trafficking organs mm. is my theory. Yeah. And our beer, uh, Wrench Northeast IPA by Industrial Arts Brewing Company out of Garnerville, New York. High marks, 4.4 or 4.5. Yeah. And like we said, like at, at, at this stage of the game, we're 67 episodes in. and 4.5 are much higher grade than you would think because our slide our scale has been sliding for so long now we have to it's weird to think but we we have to have what's wrong we have to have drunk more beers in just this show Uh than the average American would drink in his lifetime like variety I mean variety wise I would think so by a long way I would think so weird to think yeah like, yeah we're pioneers my friend yeah it's almost like westworld but for beer yeah <laughs> it is if i was to ask most people i know it's like how many beers different beers do you think you've drunk <laughs> right yeah, yeah i don't know what they would say but i imagine 12 yeah maybe 12 <laughs> 12 like, if they're really unless they're really into beers yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. especially in, in england's even worse for that probably as well because you find a beer, you stick to it. Well, it's just because the deals. Everyone buys the deals. You go to like a supermarket in England. Yeah. Your Tesco, your Sainsbury's, your Asda. Um, and you get really good deals on beers. So people go for like a barbecue and they'll be like, oh, whatever the deal is. And they'll get like a 24 yeah, pack yeah, of yeah, yeah, Carling yeah. for yeah, that's, that's what That's what the Bud Light and the Coors Light is here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay then. So that's that's our that's our breakdown of the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, just remember, you can reach us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You can reach us on Twitter. You can reach us on Instagram at what geo here on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Facebook is what's going on here. Nina might be there in spirit, if nothing else. And um, I guess that's it. Like I said, reach out. Tell us what drink you want us to try. Tell us what movie or TV show you want us to see. We have a, we, we have a request. I remember that we, that, that I sent you uh, 
the last time we did an episode, I shared that to someone yes. in England, and they, he wanted us to review Oz. So I guess we'll have to do that at some point. Yes, Jack Green is back. I, I remember Oz. England. Oz was actually a good show. Good yeah, show. it was, which is weird. We don't usually do good shows. Um, stop it for a second. We're doing a podcast. Don't you respect broadcasting? <laughs> There's some serious semi-professional broadcasting going on here. Yes, Nina. Jesus. These children these days. Children should be seen and not heard. The perfect medium for a podcast. Okay. I think Nina's at her patience limit. Yeah. And I think... So, So yeah. So, reach out to us on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're there. Uh, email us at uh, what's going on here podcast.com. And you can catch us on all the, the, the podcast uh, carriers. Stitcher iTunes, Google Play, um, SoundCloud, um, Blueberry, tons of those guys. Blueberry? Yeah, Blueberry. I never heard of that. No, no, they're, they're big now, too. Yeah. How? How are they big? How are these people big? How'd you get big in the game at this stage? I, I don't know, but they are. Wow. Fascinating. All right, folks. Talk to you next episode. See ya. Bye.